Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime for live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Ben Wilson in for Kelly Bidlin. Kelly is expected back on the show tomorrow night. Is that true, Ben? That is correct. Questionable. He's a, it's a cue by his Yeah, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Is yeah, what it's, we're it's, like a, it's like the Patriots questionable, though, or like you know he's going to be here. They just kind of. We're going to put a list of his questionable yeah. anyway. Yeah. Mm. He's a Patriots questionable. <laughs> he's a Belichick questionable. He's listed. Uh, probably come back. Well, we hope the best uh, for Kelly. In the meantime, Ben's got the update on all the scores. What do you got? Dude, Kelly's calling it a business decision today. Mm. That's the official uh, mm. company line here. Uh, Rangers Hurricanes, 2 nothing Rangers after one intermission. So if you're looking to get in on this, uh, Rangers are now minus 385 money line, minus 125 on the live puck line. Hurricanes coming back, plus 270 money line, minus 105 if you want to catch uh, the plus one and a half. Keep in mind, this thing went off. Hurricanes minus 160. And the Rangers plus 140. As for the total, we're basically where we started. Five and a half. It was minus 145 pregame. It's now minus 135 uh, over plus 105. So there we go. First uh, intermission there. Uh, as far as the baseball right now, it is uh, top of the ninth. Guardians seven, Royals three. Uh, odds are off of this game. Emmanuel Clase on to close things out for the Guardians. Up four on the Royals. Another homer for Jose Ramirez. Uh, the Mets up 9-3 on the Nationals. There are The live numbers are off as well right now. At last I saw Nats 16-1 to live with a live total of 16.5. Yep. Uh, Mets are all over Eric <laughs> Fetty. Fetty, yeah, he had. It was an adventure, man. He had, he had, uh, he's had better starts. Uh, one and a third, eight hits, six earned, one walk, no strikeouts, and he was gone. 
gave way to Machado, who went one and a third. He uh, he gave up three earned in his one and a third as Jeez. well. So uh, yeah, not a not a good night there. For, I would describe uh, that as yes, having had better mm-hmm. nights. Uh, so yes, yeah, sixteen and a half now is your live total juice to the over minus one thirty. Orioles all over the Red Sox tonight. The Orioles have kind of sneakily woken up. Uh, the the offense is uh, is not not horrible. If Ryan Mountcastle is hitting yes. six nothing. Mm-hmm. Nine and a half is your live total for the uh, the Orioles. Red Sox are eleven to one on the live money line. Brewers and Cubs. This is game two of a doubleheader. Brewers have taken a two-one lead now in the top of the fifth, behind Aaron Ashby. Now the starter minus one sixty-five. Brewers live. Cubs back at plus one thirty-five. Total of eight and a half. Juice to the under at minus one thirty. A tough start for Matt's Rays tonight. Yeah. Rangers four, Rays one, but it's early. Second inning. Our Rangers minus 450 live, raise at plus 310. Live total now of 11.5, juiced under at minus 135. And the D-backs up 3-1 behind Zach Gallon. 3-1 on the Braves, minus 330 live. Braves at plus 240 with a 9.5 total. And we're an hour away from Pirates-Dodgers. That is still Dodgers minus 350, minus 165 run line, which is uh, it's, uh, it's quite rich. Ryan Mountcastle, 3-for-3 three three on the night. Three runs, an RBI. Homer, double. I mean, what a night! Just a hero. He's a PTA hero. <laughs> he is, he is just our, he is, he is our hero. hero. I mean, he really is. Yeah, Rasmussen there for the uh, for the Rays. Rough inning number one for him as well as he walked three Rangers in the first inning. Tough to keep runs off the board when you do that. So we shall see if he uh, if he writes the ship in that one. Let me. Uh, we want to do a little blind resume. Oh, I like I like I like a little blind yeah. resume. Let's do it. All right, this is this is through the month of May. This is a this is Aaron Ju- well, okay, I'll give you one and then I'll give you the blind resume of somebody else. So this is Aaron Judge's numbers so far this year. Ready? 54 hits, 9 doubles, 18 homers, 38 runs, 37 ribbies, 10.1% walk rate, 26.3% K rate, 198 WRC plus and a slash of 309 376 and 669. And I'm going to give you a blind resume. This is also through the end of May, but last year. 60 hits, six more than Judge. 10 doubles, one more than Judge. 16 homers, two fewer than Judge. 40 RBI, three more than Judge. 14.3% walk rate, it's 4.2% better than Judge. 14.3% K rate, 12% better than Judge, 181 WRC plus, and a slash of 323, 430, 634, all of which, with the exception of the, uh, of the slugging, is better. So the, the batting average and the on-base better, but the slugging a little worse. That was somebody's stats through May of last year. Any ideas? Was it another... Was it was it another American League player? Yes, it was. First guess would be Vlad Jr. Bingo, bango. So the point of that was that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. almost across the board was having a better season than Aaron Judge, and still didn't come close to winning the MVP last year. Why would it be different with what we're seeing from Judge? Is the answer because it's Homer specifically, and that he plays for the Yankees? And that the Yankees are in first place? Are we saying over 
Are you saying over Shohei? I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying compared to Shohei. So right, that's exactly right. I left out the, the, the key part of this. So if we were voting on the MVP right now. Some people say Aaron Judge should be the American League MVP. Yet all of his numbers, with the exception of the homers and the slugging percentage, are worse than Vlad's were last year. Yeah. I mean, you know I was in the tank for Vlad last year. Yeah. Like, I thought that he should have had a much, much more, a much better showing in, in the MVP. I mean, he had a... By all accounts, I mean, just a ridiculous all-timer year at the plate last year, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, Judge, I think a lot of it has to do with the, the same deal with Show. I mean, like, this this year there's a healthy trial. Show he's not even the best hitter on his own team, you know. Like, he's, he's not even the best hitter on his own team right now. So I think that there's, like, a little bit of that playing into it as well. Um, which, by the way, with this... Taylor Taylor Ward Taylor Ward can do just like yeah. hit another homer yesterday. Guess what? Like, Mike, Mike Trout's not the best player on still, his own team. He's still, he's, like, he's still doing the thing. Right. It's, it's like it's like okay, you can you can kind of start to taper off now, buddy. You're you're Taylor yeah. Ward, you know, coming out of nowhere. Anyway, I think it's an interesting conversation because my my snarky response always to that is, I'm sorry, what what, what does Trout pin his fastball at? What does Trout hit his fastball numbers at? You know, so it's it's always that's I guess it's just it's a fascinating debate because when I bring it up to Jason Weingarten who is a, you know, a huge Shohei better. And I suggest that Aaron Judge might be the leader in the clubhouse. It really triggers him. Like, he gets really upset about it because he's like, this can't be because how could someone last year who was better than Judge not even come close? And what I say to him is I go, because it's human beings and it's the fact that this dude plays for the Yankees and that they're having a great season and chicks, lug the, uh, chicks dig the long ball, and voters dig the long ball. And I just think humans, uh, listen, because the logic would be, well, yeah, but then Shohei would win the MVP 10 years in a row. So at some point, he can't win it because they're humans betting, not robots. Yeah, and I mean, I, I also think that they're, you still have to, you still have to, like, Super excel at, I mean, you know, I mean, like he's yes. hitting 250. I mean, like, and, and yeah, but he, he hit that last it, year, but it was new and shiny. That's and what I mean. Wh- wh- you That's know, exactly what and, I mean. And whatever, yeah. like, but it was a new and shiny 250. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yes. it's like, you know, I mean, he's hitting 250. He's got, you know, he's got 11 bombs. He's got, you know, 32 RBI. Like he's tra- like, there are droves of players ahead of him in every category, right? So that's what that's why that's why I mean this yeah. is like it's such a fascinating thing because it's one thing for it to have happened last year. Mm-hmm. It's like the again, it's like the Miggy Cabrera Mike Trout thing back in I think it was twenty twelve. You know, it was the big debate of don't hold me to the year, but I think it was twenty twelve. Might have been twenty thirteen. But it was the big debate of it was twenty twelve. Because it was mm-hmm. like, okay, Miguel Cabrera won the triple crown. But all the newfangled analytics people are like, oh, man, he's not even close to the ball player that Trout is. Look at all this other stuff. But my point was, 45 years, we've gone without somebody winning the Triple Crown. Carl Yastrzemski, 1967, Boston Red Sox. We've talked about this mythical Triple Crown for 45 years. We can't just casually ignore it when someone finally does it. Mm -hmm. So you have to give Cabrera the MVP. But if Cabrera were to do it the following year and Trout were to still crush him analytics— Okay, then that's a different conversation. Yeah. So that's the subject. That's the weird quirkiness of all of this. Yeah, and and that is, and I think that that is what what's kind of playing into this. Like we said, it, it was it was something we had we've never seen before last year. Yes. Now we've seen it, and I think that there is at least some people kind of going, okay, it, you do have to at least 
super excel at, mm-hmm. at least at something, right? Like if he was, if he was like lights out, you know, leader in the clubhouse from a pitching standpoint or something like that, then yes, to also hitting, doing what he's doing, hitting, then that would be, you know, you combine the two and it's, and it is what it is, but it's like, you know, the, the stats across the board hitting good, but not great mm-hmm. pitching right now. It's like he has a great outing, then he has like a an okay outing, and a great outing has an okay outing. I think if he strings together five really good starts in a row, then we we probably yeah. start to yeah hit you know, two homers yesterday. Yeah. I mean, he's got eleven, or I believe it's eleven on the year. Yeah, and he's he is currently the short shot to win the American League MVP, shorter than Aaron Judge, shorter than everybody. But I think it's going to be fascinating this year because of all of that. Yeah, it will be interesting, and, and uh, you know. Health is going to play a role in all this. It always does. Yeah, health's going to play a role in all this because, like, that'll end the conversation quickly. Exactly. Like we we talk about you know for anybody. what Trout's doing right. Yeah, what yeah. Trout's doing right now, what Judge is doing right now. But if they end up missing twenty or thirty games, it's, it's game over. You know, for sure. Yeah. Game no, I mean it's it, it is it is always interesting when human beings, flawed human brains, get into a betting result, mm-hmm. and that's what awards are in the end. There's again, if it was a robot betting it. Yes, the logic of Judge not even having Guerrero's numbers from last year would then logically say, oh, well, then Shohei must win it again. But that ain't how this works. Yep. It's not how this works. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, it Vlad might... wins that every time, like 99% of the time. Yeah. It just happens to be on the one year that Shohei Otani comes over and, and does what he did. You yeah. know. We'll come back. We'll update or we'll, uh, we'll see the results of what happened one and done this past weekend of the Charles Schwab Challenge between Matt Kelly and me, and also our uh, golf draft, where that stands. In our year-long contests, I'm up in the one and done, and Kelly's up in the uh, draft, and we'll see what happened this week. It's next, VEASAN's Primetime Action. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. game. <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in the Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon. To be free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Back on the ice for the second period. About a minute and a half in. Rangers 2, Carolina nothing, as uh, Igor Shesterkin continues to be a wall, and Carolina now not quite in panic mode yet, but oh, we're getting there. Oh, we're getting there. LGR, you know, just LGR. That's all we do around here. Gerard Gallant, what a, uh, people here in Vegas will be thrilled for him if he can get to the uh, conference finals. Again, I don't know why, what it is about hockey, where they fire coaches who have no business being fired. But Barry Trotz, who won a Stanley Cup with the Capitals and then was ushered out of town. And Gerard Gallant, who did nothing but good good things. Here's a breakaway for the backhander, Shesterkin. What a save. 17.40 left second period. All right, you ready to review our Charles Schwab challenge? It. What are you writing so furiously over there? What are you doing? I'm going to, so that I can do a full... Uh... You don't believe that you lost? No, because people people say that I don't give the full report of oh, my betting week. People, so I'm giving my, people do. I'm giving my full my, people my, do my say full that. report. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So our one and done. Let's start with our one and done. Uh, one and done, which I was leading. Matt was in second place, and Kelly in the uh, in the bottom. Kelly remains at the bottom. Falls a little further behind. Matt does make some distance up on me, though. Kevin Nah. Does the best of our one and dones. Victor Hovland disappoints. 
and Kelly had Max Homa. So Kelly falls further behind. You creep up on me. But remember, it doesn't matter with the one and done if you finish first. It just yes. matters if you finish last. Yes. Victor Hovland disappoints in, in more ways than <laughs> which, in more which, ways is, which maybe than means one. we should turn the page to our draft. Kelly was up six wins to four to four, and Young Gill gets it done. Young Gill with his fifth win, six five four now. Kelly, me, Matt. Remember here, it doesn't matter if you win either. It just matters if you finish last because you got to buy the whole crew stuff. And this is a tale of what could have been for every. For, I mean, for, for, for a lot of people here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Gil, you you had Harold Vonner oh, in a God. top twenty bet who ends up t twenty seven. He was leading. He was tied for the lead in the tournament at the turn on Sunday. Unbelievable. And par par on ten eleven. All good. Then what happened? Everything's rocking and rolling. What happened? Hey, maybe I could win this tournament. <laughs> oh God. Then hole twelve, triple. Hole thirteen, double. Hole fourteen, triple. Hole seventeen, double. Hole eighteen, bogey. For a seventy-eight. On, uh, Who was the uh, the CBS announcer that used to be on the golf coverage, Ben Wright? Whenever there was like a horrible hole for someone, he would just let the silence take over, <laughs> and then quietly in his British accent, he would go, "Pity." I mean, <laughs> just move on to the next hole. It's, Pity. It's one of those things with with HB three, and I, I don't want to like you know. I hope the guy wins. He seems like an awesome dude or something. But like if. if we will eventually be able to make any sort of bet we ever want to make on golf. And if they ever do like an anytime leader, like the, you are just ever going to be on top of the leaderboard. Oh, that's a good bet. Like at yeah. some point on like so, uh, whatever, he'd be a great bet for that, but n- just never to close it out. Like the guy like will have a low round at some point. Like he will be in the mix at some point, but just for whatever reason can't cl- close it out. And again, that was just a, a historically – Terrible um, back nine for what him, is which 45? is a, which is a bad beat for you. Yes, it is. Then, <laughs> but I overcame because I have, you had multiple bad. I've beats. got the CT Pan and the Ricky Fowler top forties, both of which started inside the top fifteen on Sundays on, on Sunday yesterday, oh. only to uh, shoot mid seventies for those guys as well. So uh, CT Pan finishes T fifty two, and uh, and Ricky Fowler finishes. T57 after his 75 that he shot on Sunday as well. So uh, kind of brutal for me. And those were those were real live bets for me as well. So just kind of a full recap. Of course, we we did hit the outright on Sam Burns, so it's it's a winning week no matter what. Uh, two and one in head-to-heads. Um, top 20, Burns, Nah, Kirk, I'll get home. Victor Hovland was the other top 20 I had. T21. Oh. T T21. For Vic Hovland. That is so unfortunate. That's unfortunate. T20, T21. Uh, top 30s, one and one. Webb Simpson did finish in the top 30. Justin Rose got cut, so he did not. Um, awful, awful top 40 results um, this week. Brian Harmon got cut. And then Pan Fowler just told you their stories. And then uh, Matthew Neesmith as well finishes T57 after he goes 72 73 on the weekend as well. So I had guys that were well, all well within the top 40. They all make the cut. They're all well within the top 40 and then uh, have, have bad weekends. So the top 40 market, not kind to me at all. So, you know, look overall huge winning week, just because of the outright, if it wasn't, if we had not hit the outright, the two and one and head to heads, and then the getting three of the four top twenties home one and one in top thirties, those are all plus money bets, you know? So, I mean, it'd have been a, It'd have been an all right week, you know, maybe a super little little small winner, but um, that's when you get Sam Burns and you just smile. 
you just have Sam Burns in your account and you, and you smile. Would you, you know, I, I have said many times, and it didn't work out the PGA, so let me just, again, say that in advance. But I have said many times that I believe Scotty Scheffler's different than the other elite golfers. DJ, Rory, Thomas, DJ, you just name, did I say DJ twice? Speed, whoever it is. They, they are amazing. But no one brings it as consistently as Scotty Scheffler. Can we now add Sam Burns to that? He's look as far as win equity goes, Scheffler, Burns, and it's almost nobody else in that category from a from a win equity standpoint. Scheffler, like, like, Burns. I'm saying there's almost nobody else. Right. I mean JT, I, I guess. I mean you know I mean but the, again when he when he won last week that was his first win in over a year. Here's a Scotty Scheffler stat. This is from Justin Ray who always has good golf stats. Yesterday was Scotty Scheffler's first PGA Tour round without a birdie. Since the 2019 U.S. Open, that is a stretch of 247 rounds of golf. Yet, he kept making big clutch putts, including at 17 and 18, to force the playoff with Sam Burns. And obviously, Burns sinks the 38-footer first uh, playoff hole, and that was the end of that. But Scheffler, he's there every week, man. And, And like you said, I mean, even without his best stuff, was still able to scratch together enough yep. to get there, right? Like, we saw a whole bunch of people completely collapse, and he didn't have his good stuff, and he was still able to to, to get himself into the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, week in, week out. But, I mean, these dudes that these dudes that tee it up and can go out there and, and put together the low round of the week or the low round of the weekend or the low round of the day, whatever it might be, those are the guys that I like to have outright tickets on. And, and you know, unfortunately, I think Sam Burns' numbers are going to get down to a point where – I'm not going to say he's unbettable, but you know it's going to be it's not going to be the the glory days here like we were we were having before, where you're getting the 50s and the 55s yeah. and the even 30s. You know, I got 30 this week on him. I think those Every, days are everything probably done. has its time. Yeah, you know, it's the it's the ego thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everything had its time, and that time is over. I, this is the thing about golf and tennis on a week to week basis, though. Like the when you talk about you, you use the phrase win equity to talk mm-hmm. about guys like let's just use Harold Varner mm-hmm. not to pick on him. But there's so, there's so many of these guys, right? A, uh, Abraham Answer, yep. or I don't know, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Tony Finau, mm-hmm. right? Always contending, always lurking, just not really winning. That just not often. really winning. And you wonder how much of that is mental. Tennis, we see it every week, and we see it in matches on a daily basis, where someone will, you know compete in a first set, lose it in a tiebreaker, and just collapse. Right. I mean, Harold Varner's made $10 million in his career playing on hey, tour he's not with, 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 yeah. with no PGA Tour victories. Like, not, not a single one. You know? Zero victories. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he's, he, uh, we talk about, we say this all the time, like these, these perennial kind of lurkers and stuff, you know, every week in, week out, like, it, they just lurk. He's a lurker. He doesn't, he doesn't close. $10 million. Ten million, zero, zero wins. It's like Anna Kornikova, zero tour wins, tens of millions in endorsements. Meanwhile, the stat from our friend Rick Gaiman: if you just bet a hundred bucks on all uh, the last fifty Sam Burns golf tournaments, you'd be up eighty six hundred dollars right now. Haven't you done that pretty much? <laughs> Which I was thinking that seems like the Matt Brown strategy, basically. I've bet him a lot. Rick Gaiman called up Matt Brown to do mm. the accounting on that. How, how much have you made when you bet him every single week? Um. But you know, I, got, yeah. I got to close the gap here on you at some at some point. I thought Nah had, was was some good a good leverage play, and you know, I mean, look, I get 150 on you, but there's I'm gonna I'm gonna need like a I'm gonna need a top three finish here. 
I'm going to need a top three finish out of somebody. I've had a uh, pretty ho-hum month. I haven't really done much since Aaron Wise at the Mexico Open way back when. U.S. Open now is what? Two and a half weeks Two away? Two and a half, I think. And you have Burns. What tickets do you have? Burns? And Fitzpatrick. And Fitzpatrick. You have any tickets, U.S. Open, Ben? Not yet. Will you? I will. I, will. I, had J- I did have JT at the PGA. but Did you? It's too small. I had seven other golfers who were not even close. So <laughs> how it did, was just a break-even, basically. How did Dave's brother James end up with a 151 on, uh, on just, Burns yesterday? He just... He just, uh, who, who do you want to win? And I was just like, Sam Burns. And he's like, all right. He paid $100 yeah, on it. $150. Man, good on him. We'll come back. It's Prime Primetime Action, live from the South Point. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold, hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Still two to nothing. Rangers over the Hurricanes. This now uh, line, or I should say in-game lines, now is finally under the preflop total. Had been over the whole way through, but now uh, the pace in terms of the goal scoring has obviously decreased significantly since nobody has put the biscuit in the basket since that first couple from the Rangers. We are a little more than halfway through the second period now. 9.20 left, and Igor Shosturkin is just just turning away everything. He is. Carolina with 20 SOGs in this one and zero of them. Getting past it. Mm. 20 socks in this one. 20 socks. So we were on air uh, for the the slap, you know? We were, and now the, the, now the, the story's actually come out with uh, Jock Peterson oh. and Tommy Pham. We, we got to talk about the, this. this. The story has actually come out. We, we, we did see as we, were, as we were here that it came out that it was probably about a fantasy football disagreement. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the story has fully come out. And it was, in fact, about a fantasy football disagreement. The uh, Tommy Pham was unhappy with Jock Peterson and his use of the IR, and that uh, he was claiming that Jock Peterson was kind of cheating or something by putting a person on IR that was not actually going to be ruled out for the week. Jock Peterson contested that, hey, it is within my right. If the site has him ruled as out, I'm allowed to do that. Talk to the site if you want, you know, basically. The rest of the league agrees with Jock Peterson. We kind of move on. Jock Peterson, jokingly, sends a meme to the group because it's a group text of a bunch of professional baseball players. Sends a meme. People are lifting weights. One of the weights is like crushing the chest of, of a person, and he put a Padres logo on that person who's getting crushed, like underneath the weight. Tommy Pham was playing for the Padres yes, at that time. Yes, And um, Tommy Pham who seems like a real cool guy. Oh, God. Responds with, I don't know you well enough for you to joke like that, bro. It's a meme. It's unbelievable. It's a meme to which Jock actually very politely responded to him and said, "Yes, I didn't mean anything by it. I thought it was all fun and games. And we know that because Jock showed showed, us. Showed the text exchange. Mm -hmm. Said, thought it was all fun and games. Like, no big deal. Sorry. Whatever. Yeah. Months later, 
Pham goes out in the outfield and slaps him because of it. I mean, Tommy Pham must be one of the worst human beings to be around ever. Can you imagine what holding on to that for months? After the guy literally responded with, I thought we were just joking around, dude. Like, I didn't think anything of it. Just think, think, think about this. It is May. <laughs> is there anything in your fantasy football league that happened that in the middle of summer, not quite uh, the middle, but you get it, that you would even remember? Oh, God. Let alone have such a grudge that you would go and slap someone. He, Tommy Pham was waiting. He marked the schedule for when the Reds would, would see the Giants <laughs> to fulfill his desire to slap Jock Peterson. Uh, could you imagine getting upset about someone sending a meme? Of like, oh my of like God. a weightlifter getting crumped. Cr- it wasn't even Tommy Fan. Like it wasn't even him. It was just a general photo, and he superimposed the logo. You know, like the logo right on the guy. It wasn't That's even a, like was, a picture was, of Tommy Fan. It was a Dodgers logo, it was a Giants <laughs> yeah. logo, and then the the Padres logo guy couldn't hold it. The weight yeah. fell on on him. The, Tommy Fan got a three game suspension for this for the slap. And am I correct? Did I hear it correctly that Tommy Fan quit this league? Yes, over this whole incident. because it's a big money yes. league. He felt Jock Peterson was was cheating, and he quit the league. And Jock says, and we're and there's no reason not to believe anything yes. Jock's saying. Jock says that Tommy Pham did the exact same thing earlier that year. Similar situation. Mm-hmm. And there's I some, believe this. And there's some other thing that Tommy Pham didn't he challenge somebody else to a fight earlier this season as well? We got to look that up because I think he's like a prickly dude. He seems like a real cool guy. He seems like the most yeah. uncool yeah. human being. Seems like a real cool guy. On the power rankings of who you'd want to go to dinner with in Major League Baseball, he seems to be pretty close to the bottom, if not at the bottom. Could you just, I mean, I just can't even imagine being wired that way. Can you imagine, like, you have to hang out with him now for the race? Like, if you're his teammate, what do you say to him? That's the other thing. Just like, dude. I was having this discussion yesterday. I'm glad you brought I was having this exact discussion yesterday because I'm going, if I'm his teammate, I'm just looking at him completely different Completely different. Yeah, like, you got to be, like, boys in the locker room. Right. Like, I would just be like, I don't want to hang out with that guy. I would just be like, yeah. cursory. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. I don't want to sit next to him on the bus. I don't want to like <laughs> sit next right. to him on the plane. Uh-huh. I don't want to share a meal with this guy. Like, nothing. It was up, bro, man. We used to sit next to each other. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. You end up taking like the last piece of bread at the table, and he wants to slap you now. Like, there's just no, I'm not dealing with any of that. Guy just wants to I'll, slap you. I'm, I'm actually looking up some other Tommy fam because I thought there was something else. Tommy he was uh, he was stabbed outside a strip club back in uh, 2020, I believe. Tommy fam was. Yeah, there were, apparently people were arguing near his car. According to the article, he asked them to move away, and then apparently was stabbed and uh, in, in the lower back, and he needed surgery. I don't even think that's what I'm referring to. I don't know if that it could have <laughs> been something else. Yeah. I mean, any time that you also can brag about being in a high-stakes fantasy football league and been bragging that you're a high roller in the Vegas casinos and that that somehow gives you the right yeah. to just slap a guy randomly, <laughs> that, that probably is a pretty, I would say, accurate reflection on your character. In Earlier this season, Fam challenged the Padres' Luke Voigt to a fight after Voigt collided with Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson, causing oh. a concussion. So there we go. He just, he just a little ornery guy. <laughs> Just angry. Just angry at the world. I challenge you to a duel. Let us fight. Put up your dukes. Let us fight now. Have your paddle and let us play pickleball. Igor Shesterskin. That would be the proper way to do it. Saves another. 6-19 left second period. Two to nothing Rangers for the right to take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. 
Will you jump in and make a futures hockey wager at this point with four teams left? Or no? I mean, if if the Rangers may LGR, you know, maybe. Well. Yeah, just, you know. It's hockey. Anything LGR. can happen. Yeah. LGR. It'd be fun to root for I, the underdog. Okay, this is, uh, I'll say it out loud. I'll say it out loud what I'm thinking. This is, again, from years of watching the Caps. Sometimes winning the President's Trophy and flaming out in the playoffs, even after that. But year after year, figuring out a way, besides 2018 when they won their only cup, to figure out a way to lose in all kinds of different fashions in, in the postseason. I just don't believe, although the Lightning are proving me wrong, anybody who says, oh, the Lance should absolutely be the favorite to win it all, I don't buy that. The, the Lightning, I des- I'll give respect to because they've done it twice. Mm-hmm. But as far as like Carolina, the Rangers, the Avalanche, the Oilers, they're all throw them up in the air to me. That's my deep hockey analysis. Because if too many years of this, it's just too random. Oh, Carolina had an opportunity. Well, we'll see. A lot of it's hockey Con Smythe bet be of interest to you, if, assuming they if they get through here. Hold on. Yeah, but Vasilevsky's probably still a better bet to me. But yeah, I mean, look here are the odds. Vasilevsky's plus five fifty. Shesterkin is sixteen to one. And you're just comparing that with yeah. obviously the you know the raw futures, which you know, right now, right, well, it's on. These are updated live. If you think the Carolina Hurricanes come back in this game, and then you get them twenty to one right now to win the Stanley Cup. What Cup. do you have the Rangers right? Rangers now? are down to plus five fifty, and you're getting. Well, I mean, it's just I'm sure that number. Yeah, I would. Those numbers are off the board with Shesterkin, but you make a good point though that if you could find a sixteen to one with Shesterkin, it's a great proxy way to bet the Rangers if you believe the Rangers are going to win it all. Because if they do, one would believe that it's because of Shesterkin. But it's funny too. Like I kept wait. I've been waiting to see. We talk so much about in-game, especially on this show, and it's like, when will books start to keep futures up during games but then adjust the numbers live? Which I don't think I've seen that very often, but we're now starting to – clearly we're starting to see that in some markets. A book will do Which that. is interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's how it – listen, that's how it should be. Oh, 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 oh. Almost three to nothing. Not quite. Oh, goaltender is down. Oh, no. Ranta is down. And he looks like – oh, he's holding his leg. He pulled, oh boy. We, we don't see it because there's padding, obviously, but it looks like oh. he is in severe pain with some kind of leg injury. We've, I mean, we asked this last week how their legs bend in those yep. directions as it is anyway. Oh, man. So the Carolina, Carolina goaltender is on the ice being tended to. He came out of the last game, but it looks like I don't see how he could continue after that. Rangers up two to nothing. Late stages of the second period with a uh, the old non-contact injury, I believe it was on the ice there. Not pleasant to see. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up here on primetime action. Take a look at the uh, late night baseball game again. uh, Legesa has a bet on the Pirates Dodgers game tonight. We will recap what his bet is. And it ain't on the Dodgers. It's not the money line, though. Full game. We'll let you know what it is. That and more. Coming back on the other side. It's Vison's Primetime Action, live from the South Point.
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Ben Wilson, and for Kelly Bidley, the VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, not some of it, all of it including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel's best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, it is yours. It features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. It's yours for $39. 
39 That's it. To be a subscriber through July 31st, sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. So uh, Auntie Ranta had to be taken off the ice, which I don't want to speculate, but some kind of leg injury. I would hate for him to have blown out his knee, but the way he crumbled, who knows. And in came uh, Pyotr Kachetkov, and literally within, I don't know, it was 25 seconds? It was real quick. The Rangers score again, 3 to nothing in favor of the New York Rangers, the, uh, the visiting team here. And uh, we are getting to that point now with 2.45 left in the second period that come, I jokingly said 10 minutes earlier on the show, Ben said more accurately, 7 minutes. Who knows how early mm-hmm. they're going to pull a goalie if they're down three goals here, Carolina. This is, this is it. There's no tomorrow. Doesn't matter if you lose by three or if you lose by 15. Five and a half, the preflop number is what the number is right now. The over, though, is the, the under is juice. I, uh, just for some fun so that I have something to watch when I get home. I took a little, a little piece of the over. I did too. Yeah. Plus 130. I got it. Yeah. I did indeed. Took little, a little piece. Little in-game hockey betting. Yeah. This is, there's where we really jump into hockey betting. Yeah. Close out games totals. I can tell you guys are all over uh, for all this over. specific scenario. This is it. We wait a yeah. year. It's all about Ben. This is where the this is the glory right now. I mean, there's no cracking to bet against Matt. I mean, I know. You know, and what are you no, gonna do? Never again. They got folded. That team. So <laughs> I don't get Did, it anymore. I didn't hear that. Yeah, folded. No, I didn't know. Yeah, that. one season they just folded them. You know what they should call the Hurricanes tonight? Slurry Canes. Yeah, that's how they're playing. Mm-hmm. E40. I don't understand how goalies' legs move like they do anyway. Oh, so it just, just it just is, I I can feel it in my yeah. knee. What happened? Yeah. It's just crazy whenever I see all that stuff. I was like, I don't want to speculate that I went ahead and speculated. <laughs> My apologies. I don't want to speculate. To the but... Ranta family, if that wasn't true. Um, but yeah, Rangers in a uh, in a wipeout right now, three to nothing. A lot of hockey to be played. We've seen stranger things. But the way that Shesterkin is playing, the, the thought of him giving up three goals, let alone four, I mean, just the thought of him giving up one goal, let alone three or four, Seems pretty impossible right now, and Gerard Gallant looks like looks like a man who's down three to nothing rather than being up three to nothing <laughs> based on his expression. Good for Gerard Gallant. We had some games go final while we were on air. Giants five to four winners over the yes, Phillies sir. in extra innings. There, Astros five to one winners over the A's. Just kind of quietly, thirty one and eighteen, just doing their thing, going right along. Uh, Framber Valdez moves to five and two. So good on the season. I mean, it's it's this Astros team. I mean, you got to remember this. So they lose Garrett Cole, move right on. They lose Carlos Correa. Here they are moving right on. They just the you know I know scream at me about them being cheaters. Whatever the they're good. Like it just is you know whatever. What was the good. Carlos Correa news by the way, Ben? Today, what happened with the? It's joint? the COVID IL. COVID Third IL. twin to be placed on that list. Third Minnesota twin. Okay. The Rockies seven to one winners over the Marlins, and then the Guardians seven to three over the Royals in that one. Uh, Jose Ramirez again. We two for four in that one with a homer, three RBI run scored for him. Uh, we had looked into his advanced stats last week, and his BABIP was so incredibly low, and he was he's still putting up these numbers that he's putting up right now, even with that incredibly low BABIP. So uh, I, if this team was just a little bit better, if I thought this team had it in them to be a whole lot better down the stretch, I would, 
probably put in a little bit of money on him on MVP because he's right up there from an advanced metrics data. I mean, Ben, I think you said you looked at it earlier. He's right there with Judge and Trout as far as like Second in uh, WRC plus yeah. overall. Yeah. Behind only Trout. But they are, even with the win today, 20 and 24 are Cle- is Cleveland. Hmm. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. But a lot of baseball to be played. So early. Closing seconds of the second period. It's going to be, uh, it looks like it's going to be three to nothing into the locker room, but Carolina's trying to, trying to desperately do something. But uh, that's what it looks like it'll be heading into the third period in the game seven of the night between the uh, Rangers and the Hurricanes, which is proving not to be nearly as exciting as last night's basketball game. It, 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 no. The only thing that will be exciting is when they pull the goalie with 11 right. minutes left. Dash right. And we get all these empty netters. Start pouring in the goals. So uh, what? What did you? So in basketball, you have no more. So you're all your futures I'm are done. done. Yeah, Warrior. I had the Warriors to win the West. Oh, so that got home. So that got home. So cool. That that's that's done. I have nothing left. And like I said, it it may work. It may not. I would. I think the Celtics lose game one. If that's the case, I think I'll come in and take a little piece of them in a series, like at, at a better number than the one thirty. I think it's just for me. If I if I if I do have a lot of conviction that they're going to lose game one. Why would I bet it now? You know, and I have a pretty decent amount of conviction they're going to lose game one. So I'm just going to, uh, to sit back and see if that manifests. And if that's the case, then I'll, I'll play them after they lose game one at a, at a better price than 130. So much riding for me on the, uh, on the French between Iga and Carlitos. So much. Plus I got like Iga, Joker, and Iga Alcaraz parlays too as well. I was not able to bet Iga not dropping a set. By the way, Iga not dropping a set loses for people today. They got it like 6-1, to one, so that bet goes by the wayside. And Iga had about a billion chances to win that first set. She's up 5-2 in the breaker. Oh, it was brutal. I mean, how, how often is that going to happen? She's up 5-2 in games, too. Yeah. And then 5-2 in the breaker. Was she up 5-2 in the breaker? Yes. Because that's, that's right. when I ducked away to do yes. a podcast with Pete Rose. And I was like, right. oh, I'm not going to get to bet this in-game. And then I turned around and she was. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's a brutal. That's a brutal loss for those people. Yeah, the only thing I have left. I mean, I still have, I have Alcaraz, but a way worse number than you have four fifty um, on him. So that's that's the only wrong, thing that I've got. That. Only thing I've got still left riding. We said this on break, and I might look around a little bit here. I something inside me tells me Djokovic just rolls Nadal. We were saying this off air. He either rolls him or Nadal wins. And then we immediately go to, oh, my God, this dude's going to win his 14th, <laughs> right? Like, at that point, you're like, well, he's going to win it. Yeah. He's going to win 14 of these things. But I don't know. Like, I just see a little bit of doubt in his head now. And it's like Djokovic is – this is like his middle finger to the world tour right now. Djokovic has you know? lost a grand total of 30 games in four matches. Yeah. We're talking best of five. 30 games. So he is just showing up just as fresh as he could be. I mean, the 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 betting favorite is for him to to sweep tomorrow. It's it's the the 30 is plus 150, 3-1 is 3 to 1 and then 32 is 5 to 1. What was the 3-1? Three, 3 to 1. That's disrespectful. Djokovic minus four and a half games. That's the game handicap yeah. at even at minus one ten. Which I if you're I would say if you're thinking what you're thinking, Matt, that mm-hmm. I mean there's a world in which you you know, he looks dominant and Nadal still at least pushes him four. Like 
You could easily see that happening. But. Now, the crowd is going to be interesting because the crowd is going to really be in support of Rafa. And we've already mm-hmm. seen Djokovic get super prickly about that. He was, he was playing Nishioka in the first round, and the crowd had the audacity to, like, root for Nishioka because Nishioka was, Nishioka was actually playing with him in the first set. It wasn't anything, like, super antagonistic. It was mm-hmm. just like, oh, look, the dog's playing. Let's root for it. And Joker just got so, so chesty about it. So if that, you know, that, that you know, can't quantify that, but that'll be fascinating. But he's got to expect it with Rafa out there. Whereas I think the Nishioka thing surprised him. Rafa could be like on crutches and you would go into a match just assuming it's going to be a war. Like that's yeah. just how you mentally have to approach it. Yeah. But we you know we've seen Rafa that was at the Indian Wells final against mm-hmm. Taylor uh, Fritz where he just he couldn't pull it off in the end. Too many injuries. So we'll see. He looks injury free, though. The foot looks great. But Djokovic is uh, as fresh as they come. Anyway, I got a whole bunch of Iga. I got a whole bunch of Carlos. And Wimbledon and U.S. Open, I got Iga. If Iga can get through this, like I said, then the pressure sort of goes off her come Wimbledon time. Then it's like, oh, she's never won anything on grass before. Watch this. There's just 7,000 different ways to bet this at DraftKings right now. Uh, uh, the Djokovic and the yeah, match? Oh, like there's it's, every single pro like you but, can imagine. Again, for the American sports fan, it's like yeah. Real Madrid. Oh, you could see his right knee just got completely. Oh. Hope uh, Ranta's okay. That's bad. As big as that Real Madrid-Liverpool match was, this would be the uh, the tennis global equivalent tomorrow. Should be fun. Enjoy. The nightcap is next. Tim Murray and Sean King from Circa. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.